0: Welcome to Talking Tech and Learning in District 205, your home for quick bite-sized tips to support learning activities in your classroom. There's an odd perspective among many that adding an unfamiliar element to a classroom or school requires adding extra structures and rules to manage those new elements. Not only is that untrue, it is also unsustainable. In this era of dwindling resources and increasing needs, we in schools must be more flexible, more adaptable, and more creative than ever. Technology tools are constantly evolving and are becoming increasingly omnipresent in our students' lives. Banning devices from classrooms is not appropriately preparing students for their future. It is enslaving them to our past comfort zones. Incorporating devices into instructional activities is actually an opportunity for an educator to use his or her professionalism and creativity to create a more responsive learning environment for their students. The first step toward managing any learning environment, digital or otherwise, is to clearly state your expectations for appropriate behavior, including the use of digital resources, when students are in your classroom, beginning on the very first day. So take a moment to establish what your expectations for student use of digital resources is going to be. How will you communicate those expectations clearly to your students? When and how will you model these for your students, and how will you practice your expectations with them so that every student understands exactly what your expectations look and sound like? How will you reteach the expectation if, or most likely when, expectations are not met? Now, some might call these expectations rules. Um, I'm not a fan of that term. After all, rules were made to be broken, and that is never more true than among kids in classrooms. I prefer the term expectations. Expectations are things to be achieved, things to live up to. Expectations are also easier to state in positive terms, things that students can and should be doing. Rules, instead, are often laundry lists of things that students should not do. It is often easy to incorporate technology tools into a well-crafted list of behavioral expectations, while lists of rules are often very finite because they focus on not repeating some undesirable behavior that probably created an unpleasant situation once or twice in the past. Adding new technology tools into such an environment may create the perception that even more rules need to be created resulting in lengthy and exhaustive lists of do-not-do's. Again, this is both incorrect and unsustainable given the rate that technology tools change and become increasingly available in our students' lives. This is only one part of the classroom management trinity. Good classroom managers don't stop at a short list of broad behavioral expectations. These teachers also have a reward or incentive system in place alongside a list of consequences that are appropriate to the expectation and uh, easy for students to understand. Have the students help you develop the incentives and the consequences. If they have a hand in creating those, they will be more likely to work within them then make sure that you are enforcing and rewarding these student expectations fairly and consistently throughout your time with the students. Now it is true that digital learning environments may require some unique changes in teacher behaviors. For example, when the school provides and manages student devices, train yourself to avoid using terms like Okay kids, open up your Chromebooks or use your Chromebooks to do whatever. Those devices are the property of the school or the school district. They are not theirs. Uh, Please try to avoid uh, also allowing kids to play games when they're done with a day's assignment. Time spent in your classroom with you, the professional educator, is far too valuable to waste by playing games. Always have a curriculum-related extension activity available, whether it uses technology or not, for the I'm done now, what do I do crowd. Uh, Better yet, allow them to explore the next unit of study or give them choices in uh, their next learning activity. That's all for now. Tomorrow we'll look at some simple tips to help you monitor student activities in one-to-one digital learning environments. Thanks for listening today.